All right, let's go. All right, all right. Let's go. Braden Shenstead. Tim, he's a goalie. Yes. Now let's plays for the Saskatoon Royals. Okay. He got a Gordie Howe hat trick. Now, how can a go- goalie get that? He had a shutout and went in a fight. <laughs> that's that's pretty, unbelievable. That's it, yeah. Well, I just I'm love when guys, well, some people were complaining. He got thrown out of the game with a little, a little bit of time. So was it a true 100% well, shutout? We'll call it, it, we'll call it a Gordie Howe hat trick. Yeah. And he's a goaltender, which is like unbelievable. Uh, and Gordie Howe got that in one, one period. Right. He only did that once, the Gordie Howe hat trick, against Toronto. And they said he scored a goal in the first period. And then towards the end of the first period, he got an assist. But right after the goal, he got into a fight. I think they said it was with Bobby how, Bond. How, who would want to fight with Gordie Howe? I think they said it was Bobby Bond. Oh, Bobby Bond, yeah, Bobby yeah, Bond would. And he got into a fight, and then, so that was the Gordie Howe hat trick. But Gordie, you know, a true Gordie Howe hat trick, you have to get in one period. I, my rookie year, I'm watching these guys fight, and he come up beside me. I won't be behind me. Bobby and Bond, he, yeah. Bobby Bond, and, and he put a... Uh, like a chokehold on Chokehold, chokehold on me. And I thought, this is how you die. I thought I was going to die. I was one step away... But I'll tell you, boy, he taught me a lesson. And when there's a fight going on, don't stand there. Anyhow. And then Brady Kachuk got one. And then Brady Kachuk got a Gordie Howe hat trick. He got an assist, a fight, and a goal. And, boy, he's playing great for them. He's, yeah. And he, then he got the winner in overtime. Yeah, he's a— And he fought, uh, he fought that Truba, so it was the two captains. Yeah. Fought. It was a good fight. That was a, good, that was, that was a dandy. It wasn't any pushing and shoving in that one. That was a, a beauty. Well, Gordie did that in one period. Yeah, right. yeah. And get, let's go, let's go, Vancouver this time. Okay. Demko is hurt. He's out with a hip uh, sprain or whatever you want to call it. Uh, he's going to be out for a while. And uh, they're, they're thinking maybe six weeks. Yeah. What do you think when? Uh, what do you What do you think when uh, they came to him and he said uh, Demko is going to be out six weeks? What do you think? Um, uh, yeah, Boost Boudreau. Well, I don't know. I'm asking you. What do you think, Boost Boudreau? He did? said, he's, "Oh, gee, that's too bad." <laughs> You know that, that you know when I when I see that Bruce Brudeau is a good guy, and and he really is a good guy, and uh, if I if I had been there, I would have played uh, Spencer Martin the whole time, and 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 then when we had general manager mad at me, and uh, well, well, you did that in uh, in Colorado. I did that with. Um, let me see. Just give me my mind straight now. Well, I wouldn't mention the guy's name. He was a floater. He was the number one draft choice. He, he played for Kingston. It's Mike Gillis. And uh, he was the number one draft choice, and he broke his leg. And I remember, and he, he had a real good playoffs, and they saw him in the playoffs, and they got him. They gave him a ton of dough. And Barry Beck was a, Barry Beck was playing for us. He was making 80 grand, I think, it was, which is not bad. And uh, he said, I'm not playing for that. And he wouldn't play. He wouldn't fight. He wouldn't do anything. Think about them, what you always talk about, Barry Beck and his car. Remember, he had a nice oh, car. Oh, yeah, he had a, what did he have? What, yeah, it was a Corvette, was it, Tim? No, he had a Ferrari. He was like, oh, uh, he was like a Magnum P.I. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. And he looked like him, too. Just He's a good-looking yeah. guy. Oh, he was better-looking. than. Yeah, he was. And oh, but let's just, before we go in, okay, we got to clear something up 
about Barry Beck. And this has been going around on the internet on why Barry Beck was traded from Colorado. And I think Barry Beck said this in jest. He was goofing around. But you say stuff long enough, it becomes the truth, right? Tell a lie long enough, it becomes the truth. I don't even know this one. So he said that the reason he got traded was because Blue was in the dressing room in Colorado. (laughs) That could be. And was sniffing around right where and scratched her bum on the floor right where he did his push-ups and he spanked her with a stick and she ran away. And then the well, next, first of all, you wouldn't run away. No, that's <laughs> she bite the stick. Right, she bite the stick. And they said the next day he got traded. Now no. I know he probably said that in jest, but you know people don't get it. And but urban. tell that yeah, comes in urban myth. Now to tell the like I think it's interesting. The real reason, yeah. he got traded. Okay, he came to me and he said, "I'm making eighty grand," and he said, "This other guy's Mike Gillis is making I don't know how much he's making. He's making a lot of money. Six it's like one hundred twenty-five or something like no, that. One hundred fifty or something like that." He says, I played last year. I fought and everything last year because I was the highest paid guy. Why should I have to go out and fight and hit and everything? Because his contract was up. Yeah. Right. And um, I, so- remember, I remember you telling me you went into Muron and Armin Pohan's thing because yeah. Barry Peck was a good guy. And he you said you either got to pay him the big dough or you got to trade him. And Ray Muron said... We can't pay him what he wants. Then you said, then you got to trade him. And then <laughs> Armand Poet said, well, we can't trade him. He's our franchise player. And you said, well, then you got to pay him like a franchise player. Yeah. And then eventually he got traded. Well, he got traded to New York and we didn't get much in return. <laughs> we, and, uh, but, but he but was a good about, player. But tell, so you like his car. Tell uh, the car story. Oh, his car. I remember you coming home and you're saying, you looked at, it was uh, during a practice and you looked inside red. his Ferrari, his red Ferrari, and it was all what, McDonald's wrappers and wrappers it was and dirt all in it. And he wasn't, re- cups he wasn't respecting the car. He wasn't, I, and I really respect my cars, as yes, you know. Yes, we all know that. Yeah. yeah. So you did say something to him. Yeah, I said something to him, didn't he? He just laughed, he didn't care. Um, <laughs> Maple Leafs, and uh, Marner got his 19 goals, or 19 points, or what is it? Yeah, 19 just, straight points. Yep. Uh, you know who holds the record? For most consecutive point games. Games with a point. No. Oh. Well, guess. Who? Guess. It'll be Gretzky. Oh, oh right? yeah, he got 81. I, no, was, no, uh, what, he's got 51. 51 straight games, he got a, he got a point. 51. 51. Boy, he, he was good. I, I remember, though... I went in with Colorado and we outshot him fourteen to seven, and we're losing one nothing. I don't have to that's ask it. who was. I in think that. that's what got me fired. Oh, a lot of things got yeah, me. Yeah, but fired. let's just let's let's jump back quick though, Dad, to uh, Vancouver because you know I think we you know we have a lot of listeners in Vancouver. Do you not think the players are kind of going? Oh, what's they going know, they on? They know before anybody. Like again, you know, Martin won last night. This is Sunday morning. He won last night. So what, what is he? Seven and two. He's seven and two. They've won ten games, and he's won seventy percent of them. And he's not. And he didn't get the bulk of the starts. And Demko was not playing well. You know. You know the thing that got me fired. That's when you brought it up with the. Uh, I, I I'll bring it up. Like, that's what we were talking about. We were saying it was Mike Gillis, and then you wanted who? I wanted Ronnie DeLorme, 
and Ronnie Delorme, and, and the players knew Ronnie Delorme. He was really playing well. He was a checker, but he could block shots and fight. And, and I'm going to send him down? No way. Because what happened was Ray Mirren, who was the general manager, could go to the owner, who didn't know hockey very much. He says, here's the guy. We're paying this guy 150 grand. That was the big money back in those days. And um, he keeps this other guy. We're paying him nothing. We're losing. <laughs> That's why we're losing. What we're losing was because Hardy, Hardy asked him. But anyhow, that's... But, so you're saying... You hate no, to I would have played Spencer Martin. Right, but I'm just saying, like, there seems to be a little bit of disrest in Vancouver, like that Brock Bessner, he's got... He got two goals last night. I've never heard of a guy, while he's playing on the team, uh, given permission to go to talk to other teams. I, I, it might have happened, but I never, I wasn't involved with it. I, I just cannot believe that when a guy is playing for a team, his agent can go to other teams and say... Uh, yeah, well, so wouldn't, again, wouldn't that sow a little bit of discontent? There's something going on there in, in Vancouver that Dad, just talking about Bart Salming. Unfortunately, he passed away. Off, yeah, uh, it's really sad to see him. I mean, he was less Boy, than two weeks was, after he came to Toronto, and uh, you know, like I and I know we talked about this, and you said they don't know, but you know, I read an article that like. You know, they had Tiger and Daryl and uh, Lanny on with, with Sit. Well, like, they're big names. Right. And like Mike Palmatier's from Toronto. He was his goalie. And they didn't, you know. Well, Mike should have played, should have been there, and Turnbull should have been there. Palmatier was the goaltender. And, he, and, you know, but anyhow, you're right. I thought Palmatier living here should have been there, should've too. Should have been there. And, and, and Bobby Bond. Bobby, yeah. And, um, you know, Turnbull being his partner the whole time, he thought they would have had it. But uh, well, I guess that's the way they work it. I, they never, they never thought a. Eh? Yeah, it was funny how when they talk about Salming, they say, "Oh, you know, he took a lot of abuse and all that," and he did. But it was mostly from Philadelphia. Like Montreal Canadians didn't run. No, him, nobody. Or Boston didn't run. Him. It you was, didn't do anything. No, it was it was the Flyers that did Schmatzy, it. Schmatzy, maybe. Yeah, Schmatzy, but he did that to he everybody. Did, yeah, he's, but he did that, that to everybody. Tell that story about Bobby Schmatz. We'll just tell that one. I think we told before. I think it's funny about the rookie in Detroit. I remember. Schmatz, I remember Bobby Schmatz. He didn't suffer fools uh, lightly, and this and rookie cut him, and he, he didn't mean to cut him. He, he but stick was coming. I Schmatzy, I said, don't leave the kid alone. I said, don't, don't, don't go after the kid. He's just a rookie, right? Just a rookie, and he didn't mean to, he didn't know who you were and all that stuff. And, and he cut him. Oh, boy, did he ever cut him. And so he even applied that. He'd cut you. I remember one time we were at that uh, arena out, out in Pittsburgh. And uh, what was the guy's Danvers, name? Danvers, Twin Ring. Malcolm. Malcolm, yeah. He said, he, he lit a cigarette. And he said, don't move. And every, when Swatchy said, don't move, you know, something's coming. And he had a little bit of ash on the end of his cigarette. And he could, pew, and he did it. And he flicked it with his stick. He did it with his stick. Well, anyhow, he cut the guy. And, and, um, <laughs> but I remember you said, he said, gee, Schmatz, he's just a rookie. Leave him alone. You know, and Schmatz, mm, yeah, okay. No, no, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no, no problem. I'd like to talk about those, uh, four Brandon Weekings, uh, uh, Calder Anderson, Nolan Ritchie, Jake Chason. I think that's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Uh, Chason, yep. Yeah, and Ben Thornton. They saw this guy standing at, on a bridge, and it looked like he might uh, take the deep six. And uh, they stopped and talked to him and, uh, you know, phoned the police, and 
And the police, and what did the police say to him? Well, the policeman said, he goes, if they didn't stop, he says, like the 40 other cars that didn't stop, he said, uh, it might have been a, a much different story. Well, they, they were great guys, and, and... I said, the funny thing was... They were on, they're on their way to somewhere. They were just come back from a place called uh, the Samaritan House, and it's, uh, it's a ministry that helps the hungry, hurting, and homeless in Brandon. So they were volunteering before then. And you know, Dad, like I, and, and Cindy, like I, I'm got, I go on social media a lot, so I saw this on my Facebook page from the brand, it was on the Brandon Sun. And oh, yeah. so I thought... I wonder if TSN or Sportsnet have this on their Facebook page. So I looked. Nope, they didn't. CBC, nope. But you Ron know, Ron McLean had it on last night. Ron McLean had it on last night, and CBS Sports had it on the <laughs> on states. Their, on the, the states on their on their sports page. And Look. I just said, you know, if they stop and they say they push that guy off, oh, oh you know, it would have been hit. Or if they had done anything to the guy. Yeah, I mean, and that's the sad part now is that it's just all the negative stuff. Like you, well, that's that word you use. It wasn't salacious enough. Salacious enough, like the guy. What, the, so what? What do you call it? Well, it wasn't salacious enough. It wasn't salacious. a big. I don't even know that uh, word. All right. okay. Yeah, the guy that uh, does all the reporting for TSN. I mean, you know, he that's not his big his gig. If the guy, as I say, if they pushed him off the bridge, they would he would have yeah. wrote a thing on it. Yeah, and like you, you, all the good things that the CHL does gets no recognition. Like you guys got an award last yes. week in our, in my living room. Yes. And so can you, can you tell us about the award that you and you and dad got? Well, dad, well I didn't get it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did from the Logan Boulay uh, Humanitarian uh, Foundation. I did it for you, Sydney. Oh, you did it for me. Okay. The Logan Boulay Humanitarian of the Year for 2020. Logan Boulay. Yes, that they have a foundation to promote hawk, uh, kidney transplant. Great. And great then guy. I got a trophy for my input of. Uh, Where do you have it, Sydney? It's on my mantle. Oh, I just want to right. say it is. I have never gotten one plaque or trophy or ever boy you got a beauty they give life. you a beauty yeah you got a nice one though. and yeah. it was nice i've never i got a from the don swindensky memorial foundation and the angel legacy project and i got one for the work that i did with the whl how much did you guys raise we raised over six hundred thousand dollars about six hundred twenty five thousand dollars from um with the whl and the kidney foundation for a campaign w- whl eh the WHL and uh, uh, and the Kidney Foundation six hundred grand and never mentioned that they raised that much money for organ and kidney. No, I, I don't think we ever made it. We yeah, never made it in the paper. <laughs> never, never made it on that. And uh, yeah, so I mean, they and they they recognized it. These foundations recognized it, and I want to thank them very much. As I said, it's the first trophy I've ever gotten for anything for Roche Chair. You know, for all the other projects i've had done do you know cindy that during covid i couldn't get over this that transplants were considered by the government elective surgery yeah and they canceled it yeah like yeah. if you needed a kidney transplant or a liver transplant or whatever they said no that's elective surgery. elective surgery <laughs> what's that mean well, well not necessary it's elective Oh, it's not necessary. It's, yeah, yeah. So, and even if you took all the tests and you were ready to have a kidney transplant, there's a lot of tests now that they do before you can even think about getting a kidney transplant from a live donor or a cadaver. But um, that was all canceled too because then they were old tests. 
So there was very, very limited in the amount of kidney transplants because during COVID. Because yeah, because it was elective. Like it you was could, elective. You know, just, just stay on dialysis yeah. for the next little Yeah, for uh, another five. And Cindy, congratulations on getting your award, and uh, you should be very proud of your trophy. Thank you very much. So Cindy and Dad, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spreads.ca. They're a Canadian-owned online casino and sports book. And if you sign up now and use the promo GRAPES, they'll match your deposit up to $500. You get 10 spins on the big wheel for some big dough, and your first sports bet, they'll spot you 25 bucks. So Sounds pretty good to me. Uh, yeah. So, Dad, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about uh, Joe Crozier, your old coach, and he was a big reason why you retired. So, Well, let, 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 let's go over a few stories before. before okay. Then, okay. Uh, first of all, we'll go Batavia. Now, Joe Crozier was a great, he, he liked to do things like the National Hockey League, eh? So he thought it would be a great idea to take us to Batavia. Well, I went like, dirt, like when? A playoff, for the playoffs. So we go for the finals, and we would have beaten this team anyhow. We'd been better, he'd been better off to leave us at home. We'd all go home to the wife. So they take us to Batavia, just outside of Rochester, and... Uh, <laughs> The guys, they went to a bar, a certain bar, and they, what, what's that tune they played over and over? I Shot the Sheriff over and over and over again. That was the big song back then, I Shot the Sheriff. So I thought, well, all the guys would stay out, and then they were having a grand time, and we still, like I say, we would still win. So I thought, well, I, I'll go, I'll, I'll be in at 11 o'clock. If he said 11 o'clock, I'll be in at 11 o'clock. So I was about five after somewhere around in there. So I thought, well, I better go around the back. So I go around the back. I go go to go up the stairs and I said, what are we going to do? I hear this voice. It's Joe. He's sitting in the back in the dark waiting <laughs> for the guys to come in, uh, waiting for me to come in. So I go up and I said, what do you mean, what are we going to do? He says, what are we going to do? He says, we've got this guy. He won't, he won't stay in Batavia. What are, you, what are you talking about? He says, well, this guy won't stay. I'm not going to mention the guy's name. He won't go come to Batavia like the rest of us. What are the guys going to think? I said, what do the guys think? What do the guys think? I said, are you nuts? He says, they, they think he's nuts anyhow, so what's the difference? And I thought after I got into my room, I thought, I'm the only guy in, and I'm the only guy that got caught <laughs> but five minutes late. But anyhow, we won. When, I mean, won. And you know what happened to that guy? That guy broke his arm in the first period. So didn't matter anyhow. Well, karma. <laughs> yeah. So do you believe in that, that that was a smart thing to do? Like get the players away from the wives and no, everything? No, I... It sounds I, sort of silly. Well, you, you know who used to do it was Montreal. Montreal used to do it all the time. He'd take the team right up to uh, Laurentian, the mountain. Who's this, Scotty? No, Scotty Bowman, yeah. Yeah. And it worked for them, so everybody thought, you know. Oh, this is. I remember. Well, do you believe in that getting the players away from the wives and putting them up in a no, hotel room? Because they act worse when they're away from their wives. <laughs> the, the wives keep them in line. Yeah, right? that's right. They're not going to be carousing. You know, Joe. Joe was one of the reasons I retired. And I remember I was in the meeting with him one time, and a guy phoned and and he said, oh, "Tell him to wait." So then the guy phoned again. He said, ah, oh, tell him to wait. And I said, hey, you know, he, that's what he'll do to me someday. He, he'll, I'll phone and And I remember me phoning. I, I, was, I was between, where do you want me to play? I, I, all I wanted to wa know is I didn't want to go to Vancouver because I was living in, in Rochester. I had a house there and everything. So I phoned him once. Uh, he's busy right now. Phoned him twice. He's busy right now. 
I said, if I phone him the third time, Rose, I'm going to retire. And he doesn't answer the call. And that's what happened. He didn't answer the call, and I retired. That's the reason, one of the reasons I retired. I, I, Mom wasn't too happy, was no, she? No. I think she enjoyed the life of a hockey player. Not, she didn't enjoy the life as a, as a construction worker. So that's the reason I retired. And uh, Joe didn't answer my phone. Third, but did, didn't he call you back a couple of, a little while? Oh, and then he phoned me back, and he says, okay, where do you want to play? He asked me, he did, and I said, oh, I want to play. I said, I retired. He said, I oh, don't be stupid. And I said, no, I've retired. But I never had an injury. And um, I never, I, we won four to four out of five championships and went to the final. So do you remember that summer, the big fight you and mom had? Oh, that's t- when I wouldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. She said, well, why don't you go? Are you going to Montreal? And I said, no. Well, let's explain what happened. Like, that was where everybody went for the draft. And everybody went looking for a job was you yeah. would go to the thing because the job was, it was in the Elizabeth Hotel, Queen Elizabeth, the beaver. And they had the beaver room and all that. And everybody and the guys who wanted a job, you know, coaching and that went to Montreal. And, uh, and what did you say? I, I forget what I you said. You said, I'm not going to be a floater looking for a job around there. And I'm oh, not going. Boy. boy, mom didn't get it. Oh, oh, did she give it to you? I remember that was was a very memorable fight as a child growing up. Oh, Mr. Big Shit, you can't go looking for a job. You're so selfish. And da, 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 da. she really gave it to you. Well, then you went on your construction. You thought you were going to be a construction worker. I thought I was going to be a construction worker, and I got laid off there. I got laid off. Still wouldn't go it was to a tough t- It was a tough time in my life, I have <laughs> yes, to tell you. Yes, it certainly was. I, was. I had no money coming in. And then I took a job uh, painting for $2 an hour. Painting paid, houses. And I had to take the paint. In my car and everything. Uh, anyhow, Rose was not too happy. 